0: Dear Heavenly Father, sometimes our experiences can cause us to lose hope or lose our minds, but sometimes our experiences can help us to grow and to learn. And God, I'm just praying that this time an experience can help others to grow closer to you and help others in their journeys. And God, I pray above all else, that this experience that I'm sharing with the world can bring glory to your name. And it's in Jesus' name I pray.
1: Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly. To help you live a godly life. Cross Discourse. Christ is Culture.
0: Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Anonymous, coming to you with another episode of Cross Discourse. And listen, my friends, I have a very, very, very interesting topic for you. And it's not going to be very Uh, scripture heavy I do have some scriptures as always because I do believe it's important for us to be in the word as we talk culture in in Christianity Uh, but I I just uh, I was driving and um, something just came upon my heart and I just decided to just sit down and have a very important discussion with you about my walk with God and it was I know I've talked about this before but I just wanted to shed a little bit more light on it and I'll tell you it happened while I was driving I looked upon the sky and it was so beautiful the clouds I can't really explain them but they were lined up in rows um, and the sun hadn't quite peaked over the horizon yet and it was bright and blue and gray and white. And I was just like, wow, it's so beautiful. And then, and, you know, I, I had done my business. Uh, I turned around and I was driving back home and I looked up again and the, the sun had actually gotten brighter. It had come up and it had started to peek through the clouds and usually around that time you get blinded and you can't really see and you're swerving or you're trying to drive slow or you got your sunshades on or your sun visor down but this time I, I looked and it was really honestly like heaven had opened up and it was so amazing and so beautiful and i started thinking about you know beauty and and the things of my heart and what i wanted above all else and something just told me you know isn't that like you were right before you came to Christ and I was like what where did that voice come from and I started meditating on that I started thinking about uh, how I actually decided uh, for once and for all to just follow Jesus and to do the things that he wanted me to do and <clears throat> my experience is a, is a is a weird one. Um, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to any of my other podcast episodes, uh, I actually am a PK. My father was a pastor. We had church in our basement, and uh, growing up, I was I went to church every day. wasn't really allowed to watch TV until maybe my teenage years, so I didn't know much about hip hop and and the culture, the the general. Uh, culture that i was living in because i was sheltered from that i was blocked off from it um you know every once in a while we could watch some tv i remember some episodes of 21 jump street and things of that nature but i don't remember a whole lot until i was about 12 or 13 and was a really uh, kind of exposed all at once to the outside culture um and, and i say that because being a pk my favorite tv show was uh, uh, I told you guys this before I'm sorry but my favorite TV show or it wasn't a TV show it was like a cartoon was Superbook uh, I used to watch it all the time and I enjoyed watching it in my father's study when I was younger while people were celebrating and I remember one episode where I actually was in church with the older people in my father's basement and people were shouting it was more of a Pentecostal or charismatic however you want to uh, explain it atmosphere people were shouting the drum was beating and everyone was dancing and it was all crazy and i wanted to experience that and the people and i said what is that what's happening and they said they're catching the holy ghost and i wanted that and um and so the next time i was there i was trying to feel it i was trying to get it and it never came to me and all i could do was just scream i remember just screaming and, sh- and, and yelling and And not shaking, not dancing to the music and having that Holy Ghost coming on. But just actually just screaming my lungs out because I wanted the Holy Ghost and I couldn't feel it. And fast forward to I'm no longer uh, and my father's no longer a pastor. My father's no longer preaching. He's kind of gone out into the world. um, And my mother's going to a different church uh, inside in, in D.C., And um, I didn't really want to go. I wasn't forced to go anymore, Um, but I kind of wanted to um, know the truth. I said, you know, I'm just going to learn this truth about this Bible stuff on my own. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to uh, I'm going to study history. I'm going to learn the original Hebrew and all this other stuff. And I'm just going to go. And I really didn't think about it too much, except to know that I was gonna go and be a history major and possibly teach history for the rest of my life. That was my you know, thought process at the time. Uh, and as you know, the world hits you with a lot of different things. I started experiencing women and, and social, the social scene, and I really f- forgot about why I really wanted to study history in the first place. Uh, and, you know, I may have told you about the wonderful woman named Sonia who kind of introduced me to her male friends and left me. And I started studying the Bible. But therein lies the rub. Right. Uh, and actually, um, we are all I was looking for something. I was always looking for something. And it kind of hit me out of nowhere. And I started studying the Bible with these gentlemen Um, And they really helped me to understand what it means to be Christian and helped me to understand why I uh, uh, was actually studying history or the Bible and what I was looking for. Um, And my experience is different from a lot of other people. I sat down and I studied the Bible. Um, They asked me questions. I asked them questions and we debated the scripture and I came to make a decision. Much like the Ethiopian that I talked about in my last uh, episode, I came to uh, want to follow Christ and I got baptized in a um, fountain uh, somewhere in D.C. Uh, I think we were not far from American University or Georgetown University or something like that. I can't remember. There's a lot of universities that we used to frequent down in that area. But I bat- got baptized right then and there. That's my, that's my that's the beginning of my Christian walk um, or as I see my Christian walk. The reality is that when I got into it and I started interacting with people within that church. Um, I loved it, the The atmosphere was amazing. People were so loving, so sweet, um, so open, so uh, sharing with one another. We were giving, you know, I got to sleep in other people's apartments and, you know, eat food and everybody was just, just really, it, it made me feel like I was living in the New Testament times with those early Christians. I was in fact home, that's how I felt and it was such an amazing experience and I never wanted it to end. Fast forward, uh, I was spending some time uh, in this particular church and uh, I started hearing things um, about the the founder of this particular church. More and more I started hearing and started hearing more and more and more. And I got to a point where I was like, you know what? It sounds to me that you guys are uh, really, uh, praising this guy much like you're praising Jesus. And that was the beginning of my uh leaving that particular church. Uh, but before I got to that point, people kept saying to me, Hey, you know, um sounds like you're in a cult. Uh you guys don't do this. You guys go on weird dates with one another and you're not trying to date. You're really just just hanging out. And why do you call it dates? And why can't you go on a date with uh, someone of the opposite sex by yourself. You know, why do you have to bring along other people? And, you know, why do you do this particular thing? And, you know, I'm, you're waking up before sunlight and you're reading your Bible and you're praying and it sounds cultish. You know, I heard that word a lot. It sounds like a cult, you're in a cult, you're in a cult. And uh, truth of the matter is, uh, you know, the the word cult has that negative connotation uh, where it's always thought of as something sinister or strange or weird, right? Um, and or, or something that people like separate from other people. And the fact of the matter, we are called to be separated, but that's uh, not the, the idea of cult. The idea of cult is it's always negative and, and that I've always heard it used. Um, you know, I'm not an English major, Uh, But I've always thought of it as something bad. Right. Um, Satan worshipers, uh, people who follow a particular conspiracy theory. Right. These are people in a cult. And I think about uh, famous cults in history, um, particularly, um, you know, the one where uh, what is that? the branch Davidians, the people that um were had to stand off with the police. Um and you know, they had their own guns and all that other stuff. I, I think about cults like that, you know. Uh, I think about people uh, there was one cult I can't even remember the name of this one. I, I, I know I don't, um, but it was something about uh they actually went and they uh drank poison. I I, I don't, you know, I can't, man, I'm gonna have to look this up. Give me one second, you know, Colt that I'm typing, I'm typing in my computer right now because it's so, Colt that drank poison. Um, Let me see, Uh, the Jonestown Massacre, right? Uh, I think that's what it is. It, It came up as the Jonestown Massacre how 19, 918 people followed a cult leader to Guyana, drank the Kool-Aid and died in a single day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Jim Jones, yes. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Um, and I think about people that do those types of things. Um, and more recently, I think about um, a, a cult, uh, these followers, of uh, this, this president that just left who just wanted to ransack um, the... Um, Capitol building here in the US um, and because they just wanted to follow one person. And some of them uh, coincidentally called themselves Christians and thought they were doing their Christian thing, their Christian duty. Um, And so I thought about all of that. And um, my mind just, it came to a point where I just thought to myself, you know, there are people, um, not just me, not just uh, some people, but I've come to, to understand that everybody is looking for something, right? Everybody across this entire world is looking for something. We have people um, in you know, Africa, people in Antarctica, well, not Antarctica, but Asia, people in Europe, people in America, people in Australia, everywhere, every continent, you have people who are looking for something, right? And it doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes they find it and it's presented to them in a negative way or the wrong way. Right. And they grasp onto it no matter what it is. They grasp onto it because they're always hungry. They're always thirsty. Right. Um, no matter no matter how you look at it, people are looking um, for something to quench their thirst, something to quench their hunger, right? And the Bible tells us that people will hunger and thirst for righteousness, right? And the Bible says that we will be filled, those of us who hunger and thirst for righteousness. But there are other people who are hunger hun- or who are hungry and who are thirsty And they're not looking for righteousness. They're just looking for answers. And they're going to find the answers, whether they're the right answer or the wrong answer. They're going to find answers and they're going to be led a certain way. And that's what today's podcast is all about. People are going to be hungry. They're going to be thirsty and they're going to be looking. And I know that it was initially, when I first came into the faith as a Christian, it was hard for me to want to share my faith, and I forced myself to share my faith. And I did it in unfortunate ways a lot of times. I tried to tell people they weren't Christian. I didn't know if they were Christian or not. I was just saying, hey, you don't follow it the way I follow it, you're not a part of my church, so you're not a Christian. Um, And that can be cultish. Right, so maybe I was a part of a cult, um, and I eventually got out of because as I read the the Bible and as I looked in the Bible and I saw what I uh, was getting from from Jesus, from God, from the, the the Holy Spirit inside of me, I knew that what the people in the church I was doing was wrong. Right, and so I left. I'm not saying that everyone in the church wasn't Christian because I'm I know there were Christians there. It just means that um, where the position that I was in right now was not a good place for me and that I was in um, a cultish mindset. Um, And not everyone may have been that way. Right. But back to this message. Everyone is hungry. Everyone is thirsty. And when I come back, I got some Bible verses for you for you to think about uh, that are going to lead the rest of the discussion here. But I want you to think about that before. And as you meditate on this, everyone at some point in their lives is looking for something. Knowledge, truth, money, um, power, anything. Everyone on God's green earth, every single person is looking for something. They want something. We all want something. We, we were born here and we learned from the moment we are spit out our mothers, we have to learn. We have to learn a new language. We have to learn how to walk, how to talk, how to do things that those people around us are doing. We have to learn that. And so as we grow and as we get to uh, experience life, we become hungry and thirsty for something. All right, be right back in a second.
1: living the lord is my witness without him i finished a minute to win it i get it i get it a girl i ain't with it you sensitive that makes us biggest and politics is not religion but what do you mean the girl is so clean you don't get what you want then you leave be humble patience is key i'ma love how we love love from above up with arms with a hug I speak it when nobody does, conviction could just be enough. Perfect. Never slight with a drip, I got it like this, mama blessed with the mix. Okay. Was a dog, now I'm fixed. Sick with no Vicks, I flee hanging with tics You posting a pic, waiting for a double click just to hang with a click? Nah. My wanna learn this, no God, no bliss over so mine, I choose his. Shooting shots like yeah. my fame is my crew. Yeah. We stuck like loot, yeah. it's okay if I lose take a use of a pray for those who persecute you, redeem and you love is the move, it's true, I am no better than you, but what is you doing, you got a passion, why don't you use it, life is too short, God gave you a gift, start up a movement, stop looking to people, God is your boss, obedience proves it, once you give them your life, you are about to take life, without rights, it ain't through Cody, everyone here calls me perfect. make ain't a dime gon' be in the grave i tell you what, this is the choice you make forget the money worry about your faith eyes on the lord can't see the hate your eyes on the hate so you blind to grace forget everything jesus saves forget everything jesus saves and you shall find You move to scale so you ain't blind The widow gave only two mics, all she had, although despite She gave out of need and out of sight They don't see what God he's in quiet But you close me white all the time if You got today, dead, where'd you go tonight? You turn it out, turn it out, turn it up Music are bonks, so I turn it up They see the glow, so I'm blowing up You see me out, they say, what's up? Gold chases, let's link up Got fill up the tank, so I speed it up No matter what, man, it's all up No matter what, man, it's all up
0: Did you like that? Did you like that? I had to do a search for this one. Uh, That is Gigi. And I don't know too much about her. I do know that she is from uh, Ohio. um, In a video, uh, if you watch it, uh, she has a background of Dayton, Ohio. um, And you can follow her on Gigi Music and on Facebook. Uh, She's a up and coming rapper. She has an album out i believe it's called unchained um she is amazing Uh, i really liked that song um she drops a lot of hints um about her background uh she even has a testimony um where i i heard a little bit of it and i believe you know she may have sold herself uh for you know money uh, when she was younger or something till she kind of came to Christ. I'm not exactly sure. I got to listen to it again. But um, did a little bit of background information on her. She looks legit. Uh, so GG Music on Facebook, you can find her. Actually, I think that song is actually on her Facebook. Um, but I really liked it. And the reason why I used her is because you could tell from the music that she actually sounded thirsty. And so my Bible verses, uh, before I wrap up uh, and give you something to think about, are going to come from the book of Isaiah, the book of Matthew, and the book of Ephesians, all right? And uh, real quickly, uh, Isaiah 55, one through 13 says this, "'Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, "'and you who have no money, come buy and eat.'" Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the people. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them and to our God, for he will freely pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and make it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thornbush, will grow the juniper, and instead of briars, the myrtle will grow. This will be for the Lord's renown for an everlasting sign that will endure forever. Guys, I highly encourage you to read Isaiah 55, 1 through 13 in more depth. Uh, it just has so much for you to uh, consume and really delve into. Matthew 11, 28 through 30 says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is easy. Is like Ephesians 1 3 for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love and I'm sorry that was Ephesians 1 4 so I say all this to say you know we think that we know we think when we're looking for something and we think when we found something that it has to be the truth but you have to test you have to be able to figure out, is this really the truth? Is this really what God has uh, for me? Is this really what God wants me to learn, wants me to know? Um, and, and that is what is so important. The Bible tells us to uh, to study the word so that we'll be able to discern the truth. And when people are looking, you know, that's why it's so important for us to do our, our part. You know, for me, it was studying the Bible so I could be able to say this I know is the truth. Some other people might just hear something, a song, um, some music, right? If that's your gift, man, sing, sing the songs and praise God and make sure people are seeing that. If it's your life story, you came from something uh, gross, grotesque, something awful, and you made something of your life and people need to hear that, share your story. If your, if your gift is to write, people will read that and say, you know what? I got to follow God. I got to reach out to this man. Whatever your gift is, you can use that to share the truth, to share the world of God to the rest of the world. You know what I mean? Um, because I I feel like, you know, so for, for most of us, it's hard to share our faith. You know, for me, it was. And I went out and I shared. I pulled people up at restaurants, pulled people up on sidewalks and was trying to talk to them. You know, some people use bullhorns. Some people might need that. But in reality, when I looked at what was happening in the world, uh, particularly recently with this uh, this insurrection in D.C., I, I had talked about a little bit earlier. You know, these people were online and they were listening to conspiracy theories. Right. They were trying to hear, um, you know, something they said. They said that has to be the truth. These people are this. And they started following this mysterious person named Q um, and they, they knew it to be right or what they thought to be right. And it grew into some huge movement. And, and you can do that, too, whether it's a word of encouragement, a Bible verse on your webpage that you have that's, that that you feel that other people need to hear. Um, you can share that with other people. um and i I don't know what it is, but the cult that I follow,, um, you know, allowed me a a chance to to um learn and and grow. And sometimes people fall into the wrong thing, the wrong habit, um and they and and they can be uh, taken away um or taught the right way just by giving you know a little bit of direction. Um, so, you know, I I, I, I know it's kind of confusing, so let me just, let me try and clean it up a little bit, I guess, if I will. Um, you know, cults are bad, right? They're sinister, we think they're sinister, but our our culture, our Christianity is not cultish in the way I explained it in the beginning of this podcast. It is good, it is righteous, and people are out there seeking God. And we need to be um, harvesters. We need to go out there and grab people and bring them to Christ. Because, my friends, Christianity is dying. And whatever it is that you can use to bring people, I highly encourage you to use it. I happen to like hip-hop, and I try and steer clear of the worldly stuff and try and stay close to the christian stuff and it's hard to do because of how i grew up um and so every once in a while i might dive back into it but i try my best to stay as holy and righteous and pure because i know people are looking at me and that brings me to my last verse the bonus uh it is 1 john 3 18 and it says this dear children let us not love with words or speech but with actions and in truth. So if you were, if I went too fast for you, I have four Bible verses today. That is Isaiah 55, 1 through 13, Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Ephesians 1, 4, and then finally, 1 John 3:18. Family, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I love you. And I hope that you'll come back and hear me again. Send me an email at cross discourse at gmail.com with your thoughts your music your words insides everything your story your journey and let's communicate let's build a community that glorifies god i'll talk to you and another time i love you peace <laughs>